0: Are you always the one folding, always the one compromising your own needs in favor of the big picture? Or maybe you take on the role of the peacekeeper, and maybe stirring the pot is something that you actively avoid, right? Do you struggle to openly disagree with others? Does the idea of saying no and saying it firmly and with authority, does that maybe seem mean or aggressive or uncomfortable to you? Do you ever struggle to speak up and to say the hard things? Do you struggle to assert or to maintain supportive boundaries in your relationship dynamics? Does the idea of a personal boundary being supportive in nature, does that seem a little contradictory to you? Do you find yourself making decisions based on how you think other people will react, how they'll respond, or what they'll think? Do you struggle with people-pleasing behaviors? Does that need to seek approval, that external validation, does it impact the choices that you make? Do you find yourself feeling overly extended, wiped out, drained, or exhausted after your social interactions? Do you find yourself agreeing to things that you do not want to do, and then you find yourself feeling resentful afterwards? Do you struggle to take up space and to voice your own needs? Do you find yourself replaying these challenging encounters or events replaying them in your head in your mind's eye after the fact and perhaps when you replay them you think of all the things that you could have done differently you think of all the things that you could have said differently do you ever do that thing where you recall a recent event a recent encounter with somebody and in your head you're telling them the fuck off you're telling them all the things that you wish that you had said to them in person you wish that you had the nerve to say in person Well, what if I told you that these uncomfortable situations, these unpleasant encounters, they are reflecting a violation of your personal boundaries, and they are presenting you with a vital opportunity for healing and for personal growth? What if I told you that boundaries are the common ground and the very foundation of where our personal values, our beliefs, our sense of ourselves, and our emotions, where they all meet? And sometimes it's also where they all clash. What if I told you that people's opinions of you, well, they're not yours to maintain. They aren't your responsibility and they aren't any of your business. What if I told you that people treat us, people treat you exactly, exactly how you allow them to treat you? And that we show people how to treat us through the very behaviors that we find acceptable. And these behaviors, these tendencies, they are directly reflected in the boundaries or sometimes the lack of them that we maintain with others. People treat us exactly how we allow them to treat us. And we can't keep getting upset about people sucking the life out of us when we are the ones handing them the very straw to do so. Are you sick of this shit, and are you ready to take your power back? Hey there, friends. Welcome back, and thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Illuminating the Shadow with Britt Hampton. I'm Britt Hampton, and I will be your host and guide for our journey today. I'm so very grateful that you are joining me on whatever platform you find yourself. As always, I welcome any feedback, so please feel free to leave me a review on Spotify, Audible, Apple, or wherever else you may be listening today. And if you don't want to miss out on any future content from Illuminating the Shadow, well then I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button if you feel called to do so. And if you'd like to continue to dive in deep into this journey of shadow work through self-awareness, personal growth, and self-reflection, well, then I invite you to keep a lookout for my upcoming Patreon account, which will be launching here shortly. So on there, I'll be offering live meditations, exclusive bonus materials, and exercises and other supplemental materials that corresponds with the basic content. So if that's something that interests you, I invite you to please keep a lookout for that. I am so grateful to have this opportunity to share with you a bit today, and I am super stoked for today's topic because boundaries is one of my absolute favorite things to talk about, and it's such a universal topic. We all deal with it. It impacts our lives in so many ways, and I think as a society, we tend to shy away from addressing healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries, so vital to our well-being, to our sense of self, and to our overall mental health. And they come into play into nearly all of our interactions and decision making, regardless of whether or not we realize it. Our boundaries, and sometimes our lack of healthy boundaries, they reflect back to us in our daily lives, and they really color the very narratives and stories that we tell ourselves. And to be honest, I just don't think that we talk about them enough. Boundaries are so important, and I cannot emphasize this enough, okay? But I'm going to really try to in this episode. So in the last episode, I said that I was conscientiously working on my personal boundaries. Um, For the last six years now, I've been actively working in therapy to really hone in on some of these root issues and to develop and foster some really strong and sustainable boundaries. And the more I began to dig in, the more layers I began to uncover and the more deeply rooted I began to understand this work in boundaries to be. So we will be building upon the foundation and the context that we laid out in the last episode of Illuminating the Shadow. That episode was called Embracing Boundaries as Radical Self-Care, so if you haven't gotten a chance to check out that episode and you'd like to, I encourage you to do so. If not, that's totally fine too. I will be providing you here with enough context today so, that you could just jump in. So, in that last episode, I really encouraged you to try to reframe some of your pre existing beliefs on boundaries, especially if you previously regarded them as a barrier, as a line of a divide, as something restrictive or something scary or uncomfortable. And I really encouraged you to try to look at them instead as a form of radical self care, as the way that we express and meet our needs safely. I try to encourage you to reframe some of your beliefs around boundaries um, and to approach them as the means by which we can respect and honor our needs, our values, our priorities, our bodies, and our time and energy boundaries are how we love and honor and respect ourselves. And in respecting the boundaries of others, well, that's how we respect and honor others and our shared spaces together. And so we're going to build upon that basis as we shine a gentle light of awareness upon some of our beliefs on boundaries as we dive in a bit deeper into this discussion. So for our journey today, all you will need is a curious mind, an open heart, and a willingness to offer yourself some gentle self-awareness. I should warn you that this, this shadow work, it's challenging work, and this work in self-awareness, personal accountability, and this work in boundaries, it's really hard, especially if these concepts are a completely new you, or especially if they challenge some of the pre-existing beliefs that you hold. And so in those cases, you may not yet be ready to entertain all the information that I'm presenting. And that's okay, all right? For some of you, I will be speaking about things that will be really difficult to digest, really difficult to think about. And so for those of you that may struggle with what I'm trying to say here today, I wanna tell you that that's okay. In those cases, I'm just planting little seeds, little seeds of awareness and If you're not ready to nurture and attend to these little seeds of awareness, well, that's okay. They will rise up and they will grow at a later time exactly when you are ready. So I want to assure you that no matter where you find yourself, just know you're exactly where you are meant to be. All right? And there is no shame in taking your time and allowing your own processes and your own time. So it's my hope today that with this episode, that there's something that you could take away from this material, that there's something that challenges you to reflect upon your own journey, your own journey and boundaries where you are now, the circumstances and events leading you here, and where you want to go from here. And it is my hope that this episode, that it resonates with you and that it serves you in some way and that there is something constructive and healing that I can offer you of my own experience So with that being said, let's get into it. People treat you exactly how you allow them to treat you. We show people how to treat us. We show them the very behaviors that we find acceptable. And in these behaviors, our boundaries are directly reflected back to us, okay? You know how I said that you can't keep getting upset about people sucking the life out of you when you were giving them the straw? Well, I mean that, and I know that it's a challenging statement to entertain, so I'm going to really try to break it down for you in this episode, and I'm going to try to show you how to take your power back. So through this process of exploration and reframing some of our pre-existing beliefs around boundaries and around our ideas of personal responsibility, we're going to explore these themes a bit deeper because these boundaries... They hold the keys to your liberation, okay? Boundaries allow you to freely and to confidently speak your truth, and they help you to meet your personal needs without compromising your values. Boundaries allow you to prioritize yourself and your needs first. So you know how you're on the airplane, and they always tell you to put on your own oxygen mask first before helping someone else, before helping the person sitting next to you? Well, boundaries are that very oxygen mask, and they can sustain and support you if you utilize them properly and if you allow them to. Boundaries are the common ground and the very foundation of where our personal values and beliefs, our sense of self, and our emotions, where they all collide and meet. And sometimes boundaries are that place where these elements, where they clash. Boundaries are liberating as fuck. And when you develop and you maintain healthy boundaries with others, you liberate yourself from the shackles of the expectations that people hold on you and you are free to be you in your most authentic and vulnerable form. Boundaries are how we honor our own needs and advocate for ourselves. When we develop healthy boundaries, we foster a sense of self-empowerment through our own internal validation and we learn the value of our own discernment. We learn to trust in ourselves and we come to understand our emotions as vital internal messengers that guide and lead us acting as our own inner compass. And while many people hold this misconception that boundaries may limit our connections to others, the truth is that healthy relationships are supported and they are upheld through healthy boundaries. Boundaries do not bind. They do not limit and restrict. And when used appropriately, they set us free. They liberate us. And they give us the freedom to be our most authentic selves, confident in voicing our own needs. So I want to really encourage you to offer yourself some gentleness and some grace as you reflect upon your experiences with boundaries today. And I want to really encourage you to. Listen to your body. Listen to that inner compass and to listen deeply. Paying particular attention to the messages of your body and how they present through your emotions and your emotional triggers. Our emotions, especially those really uncomfortable ones. Well, oftentimes they lead us right to the root of the rot. They lead us right to our wounds and they lead us right to what needs healing. And those uncomfortable emotions, those intense emotional triggers, they oftentimes lead us right to where a boundary that we had was violated. They lead us right to the issue that needs our attention and needs remedy. I want to assure you that there are no bad and there are no innately good emotions. There are just uncomfortable ones sometimes. And so as we begin to shine a light of gentle awareness onto some of the more uncomfortable parts of ourselves and of our human experience, and as we come to better understand that these uncomfortable emotions, well, then we can come to understand their origin stories. We can come to understand the roots of the wound. And as we hold space for these pains, for these wounds, well, then we can begin to heal them. With our awareness and acceptance applied as ointment, we can heal these wounds and we can break these cycles and these patterns as we come to see that they no longer serve us. As you begin to trust in your own inner compass, that innate sense of what is right and what is wrong for you in your body. As you begin to cultivate a real sense of discernment, a real sense of trust in yourself, And as you begin to cultivate the sense of discernment through this trust in yourself, you cultivate a sense of trust in your own judgment and you act to develop your intuition. And so I want to really encourage you to listen to that inner compass, to listen to that inner knowing and to pay attention to your emotions as they arise and as you recall past events that have already taken place. And I encourage you to allow these emotions, allow them to guide your inner compass and allow this inner compass to lead you. Give yourself permission to trust in yourself and to trust in your own discernment. And as you cultivate the sense of discernment, well, then you can begin to distinguish Mm -hmm. what people, what relationships, what situations are worth your pursuits, are worth your time and efforts, and which ones are an exhaust and are a wasted effort. As you cultivate this discernment, well, then you can release this idea, this belief that it's your responsibility to be what people expect of you. And once you give yourself permission to value and to listen to your own inner workings and your own inner compass, you'll be able to embrace yourself. You'll be able to embrace your needs more fully. And you can really do this through the act of implementing solid boundaries. So I want to really encourage you to listen to your inner compass, to listen to that intuition and to allow it along with your feelings, allow it to lead you and guide you through this work and through this journey and boundaries. Feel your emotions listen to your body and I really hope to facilitate a really safe space for you to explore some of these emotional triggers some of these experiences or memories the ones that you replay in your head long after the event has passed because while within these very scenarios they are often the very examples of where our boundaries have been crossed of where our boundaries have been challenged and violated these emotional triggers they are primal in nature and they get activated when our boundaries need some readjusting and some examination. So I want to really encourage you to feel your feelings and allow that innate knowing. Allow the deep wisdom of your wise body, allow it to guide you through this work. Allow it to guide you toward what needs healing, toward what needs your attention. and. As uncomfortable, as emotionally stimulating as our emotional triggers may be, we need to understand that they serve a vital purpose and they point us directly to where we are not free. They point us directly towards what requires our healing, what requires our attention. These unhealed wounds they arise as emotional triggers, and they're characterized by that sharp emotional response, which is oftentimes reminiscent of a past or repeating trauma. And these triggers, they serve as a prompt, and they serve as a deep call to action. This is a call to acknowledge the wound, to examine and to honor it, and to offer that wound, to offer that trauma, the space that it needs to heal. So, I can't say this enough. Give yourself permission to listen to yourself, to listen to your own inner compass, and to allow that to guide you through this work, okay? So, this is a challenging point to make, and so I'm going to do my best here, okay? Point blank, it isn't about you. It isn't about you, okay? Other people's behavior, their emotional responses, and their beliefs. It has nothing to do with you. It isn't about you. Even when you think it is. Even when the other party is telling you it is. More often times, it is not, okay? It is reflective of their own stories and narratives. It is reflective of their own patterns, their own traumas, and emotional triggers. It is reflective of their own long-held beliefs and their childhood conditioning. It is more about the other person's own needs and their own emotional capabilities. And it's reflective of their journeys. It's reflective of their personal growth and where they are. Other people's behaviors, emotional responses, and beliefs. It isn't about you. Okay? Even when they tell you it is. I can assure you, it's not. You know, a couple weeks ago when we spoke about that lens of perception that everyone is viewing their experience through, right, well, they are all, we are all bringing this lens of perception into our experiences and into our interpretations of our experiences. And once we really take this into consideration, once we really understand this and accept this, we can begin to see what is within our control and what isn't. We can begin to say what bags are ours to carry and what bags are not. So once we consider this lens that we all have that is colored by our past experiences, our conditioning, and our own narratives, well, then we don't take it so personally when we disagree with each other. We don't take it so personally when our experiences aren't congruent with each other's and when they don't line up. And we can then release this limiting belief that all parties have to be in agreement for something to be valid or for something to be right. We can agree to disagree, even if we very passionately disagree with each other. All right, so I'm going to give you a real life example of this. So this has happened to me more than once. Um, Both times was a very similar situation. I was engaged in a heated debate that was quickly and passionately escalating, and I had to assert a solid boundary, okay? And in both cases, it was met with very similar results, um, but two completely different outcomes. I've had some very passionate disagreements with people in the past, as I'm sure we all have, right? And so, when I started to notice that the other party was getting pretty heated, Things were getting intense, okay? It was pretty emotion fueled. Hurting words was about to come on, right? So I'm aware of this and yet I'm not budging. I'm holding my ground and it's becoming increasingly clear that we're not gonna agree. We're not gonna see eye to eye and that uh, if the situation doesn't diffuse, well, somebody might say something that they're gonna regret later, right? So the other party that I'm arguing with is visibly fired up, and in an attempt to both gently diffuse the situation while still maintaining my own ground and my own boundaries, while maintaining within my integrity and my personal values, I got ballsy and I put up a really firm boundary. And I said, hey, I hear you, your experience is valid, but that is not my experience, and you don't get to dictate my experience back to me. You don't get to tell me how I process and how I experience my experience, okay? My experience is just as valid as yours. And uh, you know what happened? They both hung up on me. Two separate occasions, two separate individuals. I don't know at what point of my little rant about boundaries uh, they hung up on me, but the outcome was the same, and they both hung up on me, okay? So... One of those people um, I'm still very much friends with. We never spoke about that phone call again and we didn't speak for a couple months and so I guess she just needed time to cool off. I guess we just needed time to cool off. So that was fine, we're cool, still friends. The other occasion that this happened, well, that occurred with a very pushy male friend and he didn't stop with his verbal pursuits after he hung up on me okay he continued to tell me off via text message and so it's becoming very clear to me that he is not respecting my personal boundaries and so via text message i tell him hey that was a solid boundary that you just hauled over all right not cool um, I know that the other version of myself that you were used to used to make myself small in these situations, but that's not me anymore, and I need you to respect my boundary. You get it? Um, right? So it was something along those lines. And you know what he did? He blocked me. He blocked me on his phone. He blocked me on all of his social media accounts. And needless to say, we aren't friends anymore. We don't communicate at all. But you know what? That's totally Okay. He didn't respect my personal boundaries, and I came to understand that he didn't respect me. And through that really unpleasant exchange, I came to understand he's not my person, and that's okay, all right? You know how I say not everyone's for you, and that's okay? Not everyone's for you, and that's okay, all right? And so sometimes when we assert these really firm boundaries, well, it gets uncomfortable. It gets emotionally intense, but at the same time, it gets clear, it becomes crystal clear, and that discernment kicks in, okay? And so in that exchange, unpleasant as it was, I learned a lot, and I took my fucking power back because I only allowed myself to take on the burdens of what was mine. I took personal responsibility and accountability for myself, my own needs and actions, And asserting the boundaries that I made. And I took my own personal power back through those unlikely exchanges and through the strong use of boundaries. And even though I got hung up on both occasions, right? That's okay. I got the space and the breather that I was asking for, okay? So here's the thing. We need to take responsibility of our emotions, of our emotional reactions, and of our emotional triggers. And we need to own them. They are valid and they are true in our experience, and we need to be accountable for our own feelings. And when we can do that, we begin to take our power back. And as we take our power back in this way, well, then we can get ourselves out of these cycles of learned helplessness. We can break those cycles of victimhood right? And we can embrace ourselves more fully, more authentically. And we can let go of this impossible need to try to maintain people's impressions of you. So everyone needs to be accountable for their own emotions. Everyone needs to be accountable for their own emotional reactions and their actions. So in an instance where somebody says, hey, you made me feel hurt. You made me feel sad. You made me feel triggered, all right? You made me feel really anything, fill in the blank, right? No, 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 all right? You feel hurt, and that's okay. You feel sad, and that's okay. You feel triggered, and that's okay. You feel fill in the blank, and that's okay. I didn't make you feel anything because Your feelings are yours and your feelings are yours alone. And yes, they are valid. Okay. But I didn't make you feel anything because once you take responsibility for your own feelings, for your own actions, you take that power back. And once you assume this type of personal accountability for your feelings, you come to understand that it is impossible. It's fucking impossible for anyone to make you feel any kind of way, for anyone to blame you for their feelings, okay? It is impossible. And that act of trying to make your feelings somebody else's responsibility, well, that's deflective. That's what we call projecting in psychology, okay? It's disingenuous, it's not honest, and in many cases, It can be downright fucking manipulative, all right? So what I want you to take away from this, nobody is ever responsible for making you feel any kind of way, all right? You feel that way and that's okay. And I've literally told people, hey, I hear you. You feel sad and that's okay, but those are your feelings and you need to be accountable for them, all right? Your feelings are valid but I can assure you, I didn't make you feel that kind of way. Those are your feelings and you need to own them, all right? So saying that as a hard boundary has also gotten me hung up on before, Um, but that's okay. You know what? I stood my ground. I stood firm in my integrity and firm in my boundaries. And when those people hung up on me, I got the space that I needed. I got the distance and the breathing room that I was asking for. So it didn't come in the form that, you know, that you'd like, it wasn't all nice and pretty, but the end outcome was good, right? So you are not accountable for other people's behaviors. You're not accountable for other people's perceptions of you and you don't have to take on that responsibility of trying to maintain what people think of you. Those aren't your bags to carry. And once you realize this, you'll begin to release that need for everything to line up to be true, that need for both parties to be in agreement for whatever to be right and valid. And you won't take your conflicts and your altercations, you won't take those disagreements with people so personally, all right? So I'm going to tell you a little secret that my therapist told me, and It straight up changed my life, okay? It made me think about everything completely differently. And she told me, what people think of you, it's none of your business. That statement literally made me question everything. What people think of you, it's none of your business. You aren't obligated to maintain people's expectations of you. It's not your job to anticipate the needs of others, to anticipate how they're going to receive you or understand you. It's not your job to micromanage that shit. It's not your responsibility to take that on. Those are not your bags to carry. It's not your job to make everyone comfortable and content all the time. It's not your job to tiptoe around everybody's anticipated emotional reactions. You might think that sometimes that you are being considerate or loving in trying to do so, but if you are compromising yourself in any which way to do so, you aren't really helping anyone, are you? So you are not responsible for how other people receive you. You aren't responsible for how other people understand your shared experience. You are only responsible for you and you are responsible for taking care of you And you need to prioritize yourself and prioritize your own needs and your own safety above all else and before all else. And if this concept is new to you, well, it may seem a little selfish. It might seem a little aggressive or self-centered. However, I can assure you that it is quite the opposite. Okay? There is nothing selfish about caring for yourself first about putting your own needs and values and boundaries first. There is nothing selfish about putting on your own oxygen mask first, okay? In fact, that's what they tell you in the directions, right? So, It's not your responsibility to try to micromanage the feelings of those around you. It's not your responsibility to accommodate people's expectations, and it's not your job to try to avoid or alleviate the discomfort of others. And I know that this is hard. I know that this is challenging, especially if these concepts are new to you, or if perhaps you take pride in your ability to be a caring, considerate, and empathic person. All right, but here's the thing, everybody needs to be accountable for their own feelings their own feelings, and their own emotional responses, all right? You are responsible for your own feelings, your emotional triggers, your reactions, just as much as you are responsible for your words and your actions. And you need to be accountable for them. But you only need to be accountable for your behavior. You are only responsible for meeting your own needs. You don't owe anyone shit, and not that you need it, but in the case that you do, I am giving you permission right here, right now. You only need to be accountable for yourself, for your own emotional triggers, for your own emotions, for your experience, okay? You are not responsible for maintaining other people's expectations of you. And those are not your bags to carry. So if you're ready to put them down now, I support you in doing so. I support you in taking your personal power back. So as you begin to reflect upon your relationships in life, your relationships with your family, your relationships with your friends, your partners, your co-workers, do you feel heard? Do you feel valued? Do you feel safe? Do you feel like you can openly express your own needs? Do you feel safe expressing your boundaries? When you think about boundaries within your relationships, what comes up for you? And as you begin to reflect upon the boundaries that you see as examples in your life, in your relationships, perhaps you begin to question whether or not these boundaries and these beliefs that once held you, that once kept you comfortable and safe in what you knew at the time. If you are beginning to see that these behaviors and these beliefs are no longer serving you and you're ready to release yourself from their holds, well, it may be the time to begin to think about your own journey and personal boundaries. Boundaries are the common ground and the foundation of where our personal values and beliefs, our sense of self, and our emotions collide, where they meet, and it's also sometimes where they clash. So I wanna encourage you, again, to really offer yourself some gentleness, offer yourself some grace as you reflect upon your experiences with boundaries today. And I wanna really encourage you to Listen to your body, listen to that inner compass, and to listen deeply, paying particular attention to the messages of your body and how they present through your emotions, how they rise up through your emotional triggers. These uncomfortable emotions, these emotional triggers, they lead us right to the root of the rot. They lead us right to where we are not free and what needs healing, okay? They lead us right to a boundary, that was violated and they lead us right to the issue that needs our attention and remedy. So since awareness is such a vital part of this journey, I want to invite you to take a little personal inventory as you begin to ask yourself how you feel after your social interactions, after your hangouts, after your conversations. So the following scenarios, the following questions I've designed to help you identify when a boundary has been challenged, when a boundary has been crossed or straight up violated, these scenarios are aimed towards and the purpose of them is to help lead you to the situations in which a boundary is needed. So as you begin to reflect upon your encounters and your conversations with others, I encourage you to really consider how are you feeling after that encounter, after that phone call, and to look out for a couple of key indicators, okay? So in particular, pay attention to repeated behaviors or scenarios that seem degrading, that feel condescending. Pay particular attention to any repeated behaviors or scenarios that feel controlling or that leave you feeling small and that are belittling in nature. Pay attention to repeated behaviors or scenarios that leave you feeling the need to downplay your reactions, to downplay your experience or to make excuses for, okay? Pay particular attention to any repeated behaviors or scenarios that leave you feeling manipulated. Anything that causes you to rationalize or invalidate or reason away your feelings or your experience. Pay particular attention to anything that makes you feel unsafe or anything that compromises your physical or emotional well-being. Okay? And as you're doing this, Take a personal inventory of your resentments, okay? Your resentments, when we look at them, they often lead us right to the expectations that we might not have even been conscientiously aware that we are holding. So as you're looking at these things and as you're exploring these in your own time, you can begin to ask yourself, how do you handle conflict with others? You can begin to ask yourself, when you reenact or you replay these resentments or these past scenarios in your head, look at your imaginary responses. How do they differ? When you consider this dynamic with others, how do you find yourself responding? Okay? And how do you wish that you would have responded differently? So maybe you journal about this a bit further in your own time, or maybe you make a little mental note of it, because we're going to be building upon these questions and these scenarios in next week's episode, all right? And I'm in the process right now of designing an exercise, a little personal inventory, along with a guided meditation exercise, right, to really support you in this journey, and to really support you in reclaiming your personal power back through the use of solid and sustainable boundaries. And so in that exercise, we're going to be diving in deeper to explore some of these examples that I've mentioned here, but more in depth and with plenty of examples, okay? This exercise and boundaries will be included in next Wednesday's episode, so if that's something that interests you, I encourage you to keep a lookout for that. And so in that episode, I'm going to really give you some practical tools for implementing some new and effective practices in both asserting and maintaining your own boundaries. I know that this may be a lot of new information for some of you, and so I think that it's really important to give you some tangible tools that help you to feel more confident, in your own use of boundaries and in your own journey. So stay tuned, next Wednesday, we're gonna be diving in deep, continuing this discussion on boundaries and building off these examples, I will be offering you tons of suggestions for how you can assert that boundary, even when your work in boundaries is new, okay? So I know that I gave you a lot to consider today, so please allow yourself some grace. Allow yourself some time to process and to digest this new information. I encourage you to take some time to reflect, to process, maybe even to journal a little bit, and to contemplate some of this material in your own time. I really hope that today's episode, that it challenged you to reflect upon some of your relationships, some of your interactions with others, and some of the boundaries or lack of them and how they present in these relationship dynamics. I hope that this discussion that it encourages you to maybe re-examine and reevaluate some of the beliefs that you hold about boundaries. And so this may include some reflection, some journaling, and perhaps even a little bit of unlearning and relearning. This work in self-awareness and this work through really looking at some of those more challenging parts of our own human experience. Well, it definitely takes some conscious effort. And it is challenging, and that's to be expected. This work with boundaries, this radical kind of self-advocacy, it's like a muscle. And so the more you use it, the stronger it gets and the easier it gets to use. Okay? I am so grateful to have had this time to share with you a bit today, and I really hope that this episode of Illuminating the Shadow podcast, that it resonated with you and that there's at least one thing that you can take away and perhaps ponder on your own time. I'm so very grateful that our paths crossed when they did, because this life, this work, it's hard. It's hard work. And now that we found each other here, well, we don't have to do this hard work alone. So I really hope that this episode, that it served you in some way and that you got what you needed from it. And if it did, well, I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button or to drop me a review. And if you're ready to maybe dive in a bit deeper into your own personal journey through shadow work and in self-awareness, then I invite you to keep a lookout for my Patreon campaign and to perhaps consider joining when it launches here shortly. I invite you to keep a lookout for next Wednesday's episode which corresponds with this one. We're continuing the boundaries discussion, but that one will be more exercise-based, all right? Really tangible tools. Until next time, this is Illuminating the Shadow with your host and guide, Britt Hampton. And I am here to remind you that there is power in your voice and that there is medicine in your story.